Main Street is flanked by specialty shops and exclusive boutiques. Within moments, we're pulling into the parking lot at Marin. An imposing gray structure of concrete and stainless steel, it looks more like a modern office complex than a school. If it weren't for the football field, we might have driven right past it. There are students gathered by the front of the building, waiting for the first period bell to ring. I watch them interact. Adolescence is timeless. A group of cheerleaders are huddled together by the main entrance. Several feet away, a painfully thin girl with long, unfashionable hair is standing alone, quietly watching them. They're probably gossiping about that poor girl behind her back. I bet that later today they'll pass around a nasty note about her in class and then wait for her to burst into tears so they can laugh. She'll try to pretend it doesn't bother her, that she's above their abuse. She may even ignore them and walk away because that's what her parents told her she should do and being the good girl that she is, she would never question the wisdom of adults. She will go home tonight and when everyone in the house is in bed... She will sob into her pillow, praying for God to take her in her sleep so that she won't have to endure those cheerleaders again tomorrow and wish she didn't secretly ache for them to like her. Eileen, I can't do this, I say. Come on, Jody, I've seen you speak before. You're going to knock him dead. No, Eileen, I'm serious. I can't go in there. Oh, my God, you're trembling, she observes. I must pull it together. Marin is expecting me to inspire students with the story of my survival, and I'm letting myself be kidnapped by the past. What if I'm terrorized by ghosts every time I walk into a school? I'm sorry, Eileen. I'll be okay in a minute. It's just that I haven't been anywhere near a high school since I graduated, and being in one again is conjuring up a lot of bad memories. Tell me how to help so we can get you through this. I don't answer. I have no answer. I feel ashamed that this is happening, but powerless to stop it. For a moment, Eileen is silent. Then she grabs hold of both my hands. Look at me, she says. Those kids out there are not your classmates. They can't hurt you. I'm afraid. I know you're afraid, but you can do this, Jody. How can you be so sure? Because you're not the type to give in to fear. I've seen you go up against consulting clients that were tougher than this, and you didn't run then, and I'm not going to let you run now. We get out of the car and walk across the parking lot to the main entrance. Despite my determination, when we reach those large glass doors, I hesitate, terrified. Eileen puts her hand on my shoulder, then stands on her tiptoe so that she can reach my ear and whispers, You can do this. There are people depending on you. The confidence in her voice is clear and strong. You're like a little general sending a soldier into battle, I whisper back, smiling. Yes, she replies, and this is a war we can win. The foyer of the school is bright and sunny, with big red couches near the windows. The walls are decorated with a montage of student artwork and the occasional poster warning about the dangers of everything from alcohol and drug abuse to teen pregnancy. I wonder if anyone ever reads them. I know I never did. I think schools put them up to make parents feel better. Immediately to our left is the administration office. We're greeted warmly at the reception desk by the school secretary, who hands both Eileen and me a security pass for the day.
A moment later, Diane, the principal, an attractive woman impeccably dressed in a black blazer and cashmere slacks, comes over and introduces herself. I'm immediately impressed by her energy and enthusiasm. It's wonderful to meet you, I reply. Thank you for inviting me. We're honored you could come. I loved your book, and I think our kids are going to benefit enormously from hearing your story. We have a couple of minutes before we need to go to the gym, Diane says. Could I ask you a few questions about the presentation? I'd also like to give you a heads up on some specific bullying problems we've been having lately. As we're talking, I realize how dedicated this educator is to her students. She will be an exception to the norm. Though I could not predict it now, I will encounter many deadbeat principals who don't take bullying seriously and bring me in only because they're getting heat from the school board or the PTA to address the issue. They'll make a big fuss about getting me there, but when I take the stage, many of them won't have read my book or know a thing about me other than what was written on the requisition form they signed.